It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And we're the insiders. Well, Chuck, this week we're trying to solve a riddle. What happened to the big blue wave that was supposed to come across Wisconsin? Well, clearly that did not happen, but the big one happened. Uh, Wisconsin was delivered for, uh, for Joe Biden. However, uh, first of all, I have to say, we made a standard as to what the defining moment would be as to who was right, whether Alberta Darling lost her Senate seat. Scott won that one. She kept her seat. I thought she would not. And that was based on this uh, goofy polling, which was clearly wrong all around the country. But I think we have to go back and remember at the beginning of the election season, Republicans, in particular Robin Voss, was saying, we're going to get veto-proof majorities. We're going to make sure that we can override the governor's veto in the Assembly and the Senate. Well, in the Assembly, they actually lost a couple of seats in the Senate. Yes, they did pick up, but the veto-proof thing was kept. Now, Brad Path won, and that was the key to keeping veto, uh, the, the veto protected in, in the state Senate. So we're hoping that Republicans in the future will reject more people for cabinet positions because they seem to do really well when running for the state Senate. I think there were two reasons that the big blue wave didn't happen here in Wisconsin. The first was that contrary to a lot of people's expectations, Donald Trump was not an anchor on Republican candidates across the state. In fact, he was the life preserver. He helped a lot of them keep their head above water, particularly outside of the Metro Milwaukee area. He was very helpful to a lot of candidates. I think the second reason is that while the Democrats raised an incredible sum of money in this state and spent twice as much money, apparently, in key legislative districts as the Republicans had, a lot of that investing was emotional. They spent a million dollars to try to defeat Speaker Voss. You said it last week that it wasn't going to happen. I said it wasn't going to happen. But they disliked the guy so much they wasted a million dollars on that, which could have been used in other races. They spent money against Barb Dietrich and uh, uh, Representative Whitkey and Representative Allen. Those people are in seats that are 58, 59% Republican, and they won them by 18 points. So a lot of emotional investing by the Democrats thinking that something like that was going to happen for them and when it didn't. So um, I, I think that's the combination. Trump did better than everyone expected and was helpful to candidates and the Dems wasted a lot of money that they had. Scott's analysis is not that. However, you have to remember that based on the polling, Democrats were doing what they should do, which is to invest broadly to try and win an assembly majority if the polling was reflecting what was really happening on the ground. And I think you have to give a huge shout out to Ben Wickler, who for the first time that I can remember, and I've been around 30 some years, that Wisconsin Democrats had more money to spend than the Republicans in elections and Republicans had to shift around their money strategically, whereas the Democrats had enough to be able to spend it in other places. The other part of Scott's analysis, which I think is true as well, but doesn't bode well for Republicans in the future is that Donald Trump help them outstate. And I think Scott's right about that. But I don't think you're going to get the same enthusiasm for other Republican candidates. The Mitt Romney of the future is going to run. Because Republicans know they can't run somebody as blatantly racist and misogynistic as Trump. But where does that leave them as to going forward? And I don't think they're going to get the same benefit. What we're hoping on the Democratic side is that the gradual move away from the deep red suburbs has changed. That looks to be a more permanent change, and that's something that will be very positive for Democrats, both in redistricting and in races in the future. 
I think on election day, if you'd asked people to take uh, place bets, um, not many people would have placed a bet that would have said that the Republicans would pick up two seats in the state Senate and only lose two in the state assembly. I think it was a great night for Republicans in this state. Uh, it's, once again, we proved we are a 50-50 state, like the fourth presidential election out of the last six, where it's decided by less than 1% of the vote. Amazing. We'll see you next time, guys. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.